0: Broke it here, made friends and lost them through the years And I've not seen the boring fields in so long I know I've gone But I can't wait to go home I'm on my way Driving at down country Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. Thank you for taking the time to come on. It's definitely greatly appreciated. Um, And definitely thank you for uh, being able to do this. So the way I usually start these off is with sort of like a fun question. Um, If you could choose your favorite home-cooked meal, what would you choose? Oh,
1: home-cooked meal. Fried catfish.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's something I haven't had yet. (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, that's because I'm from the South.
0: <laughs> I'm sure yeah. there's not a lot of that laying around Boston. <laughs> uh, right. Not, not as much, unfortunately, because it does sound really good. <laughs> um, I went to undergrad and grad school down in North Carolina, and I had a lot of friends that had it. Yeah. Uh, of course, I just never got around to it yet, so that'll, that'll be a good reminder to put on the bucket list, for sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, in terms of, like, Salem Red Sox stuff, um, you know, it's kind of start shifting gears a little bit. I've been doing a lot of talking with uh, folks around the industry, which is great. And they always talk about the sense of community and how important community is to any organization. And how does that look like? How does that look like uh, for the team?
1: Yeah. So here in Salem, we, you know, we, we certainly pride ourselves on um, being an all-inclusive community. We want to be a safe space for, for everyone. We want to make sure we're representing our entire community. Uh, We also want to make sure that the. Uh, that our fans and community members alike look at Carillion Clinic Field as more than just a baseball stadium sure we host 66 home games um hopefully more with playoffs um but we also are really an event venue um and we have we have held quite a variety of different events um and you know we we kind of have this unique stage here in Salem Virginia for uh folks to host you know a variety of different um things so it, it in that regard, we're able to represent more community members. Not everyone's coming out to see a baseball game. Uh, we like, for instance, we'll hold concerts here. And some of those folks who come in to see different artists have never stepped foot in the baseball stadium and they see the beautiful blue Ridge mountain backdrop in the background. And it encourages the comp to come back to a baseball game sometime. Um, so in that aspect, we want to make sure that we're, you know, offering a lot of events that encourage the entire community to come out. Uh, obviously within our season, we, Um, We're very passionate about ensuring that our promo nights represent our community as well. So we have, you know, African-American Heritage Night, Pride Night, um, a variety of different um, promotional nights that to make sure that we're really, um, you know, reflecting our entire community.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, too. And, and, you know, especially like you were saying, you know, being able to allow it to become more than just a baseball park,
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. really
0: bringing everybody in and. And especially like I said too, I did see the pictures of the stadium with the mountains in the background, and that looked incredible. Yeah. Uh definitely something to help like set more of an edge for the area itself. And for sure. And so in terms of the product on the field, um, what does that look like? What goes into getting the players on the field?
1: Yeah, I mean it's really, it's obviously for those who have been following, you know, the changes in minor league baseball, we went from, you know, 160 teams to now 120 uh, obviously Boston has four, you know, farm leagues, single, double, triple Um, And we, you know, we're getting the babies here in Salem now. Um, and there's a, we, I've always been very, um, you know, adamant that that is a really great time to interact with the players at that age. One, they're extremely eager to, you know, engage with our fans. So uh, they're the first in line to sign autographs. It's like the easiest transition for us to make sure that they're engaged with our community and our fans. Um, But, you know, the biggest thing for us is we want the players to feel like they're part of the community and the community to embrace and engage and welcome the players as part of the community. And uh, we don't really think of it as any, any separate uh, group. Um, And, you know, getting those players on the field is, I mean, that's especially for our younger um, our younger fans here in Salem, um, It just to see the joy on the, their faces when they see the Salem Red Sox take the field each year, especially when we have, you know, great prospects. Um, that's just a really, really great part of working in this industry.
0: It, yeah, for sure. And the good thing about it, too, is that it always does change
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it never is different. And that's definitely something that I've been hearing a lot, which is great, is that especially in terms of our schedule. Like our schedule, we think it can be like set and sewn one day. Five minutes later, can easily change for the rest of the week. Yeah, for sure. And so that's what definitely makes this. I think. I think this makes this industry really intriguing. Is that it's never going to be the same night in and night out. Exactly. And so I know this has been kind of a conversation point for a lot of folks I've talked to. Uh, tarpoles. Oh yeah. What do you all? How do you all? How do you all like those? <laughs>
1: So this will be my 10th year in minor league baseball. Um I love tarp pulls. Um I think that in a in a really strange way tarp pulls almost remind us what industry we're in together. We all wear multiple hats. We always say that when we're hiring in this industry, it doesn't matter what we're hiring you for. You're going to do XYZ, you're going to be a team player, you're going to you're going to have a hand in almost every department. We're just that's how minor league baseball operates. Um and tarp poles remind us of that because you can look out on the field and it's our food and beverage department, our groundskeepers, our sales teams, our broadcasting team. We're all coming together for the greater good of staying <laughs> in the game. Um, and we just embrace it, honestly. Um, we have fun with it. Our team photographers get out there and take pictures. Um, we always love doing it. There we never want rain during a game, but when we have it, there's something just like so fun. It almost makes you feel like a kid again. Running out there in the third inning in a downpour. Um, we've got radios on and you know, running in wet khakis and just we look absurd, <laughs> but the fans are cheering us on and it's just it kind of reminds us that we you just have to, you know, remi- like we have fun doing what we do. So we embrace even the god awful things such as tarpoles. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I've always loved them. Like to your point too, it's always such a great time. And yeah. <laughs> even the very first time that I ever did one was with uh, the Winston-Salem Dash baseball team in uh, North Carolina. Yeah. And the president at the time, I like, looked at him I'm like, sir, you know, I've never done this before. He's like, all right, your best friends will be an extra change of clothes, an extra pair of socks and a new pair of sneakers. And yes. He was that was spot on. Um, yep. <laughs> and we were the same way. Like when we whenever we did it, because I think the first time we had to do it was on our opening day at, at the yep. ballpark. And and, you know, he yelled at me across the stadium like, Jason, get down here. And that was a ton of fun. It yeah, definitely and it really time. is. Um, I know a lot of folks, especially folks that I went to college with that had to do it. They're like, I don't I don't see the fun of it. <laughs> and I uh, just tell them like you gotta think differently. You gotta yeah, think differently. <laughs> be embrace. <laughs> uh exactly. And so with the season kind of pretty much gearing up at this point, um, what does the road ahead look like?
1: Well, the road ahead is the month of May. And in the month of May, we play 18 games in 27 days. Uh, next Tuesday we kick off uh 12 games in 13 days. <laughs> so we just, we take it a, a homestand at a time or a month At you know, we looked at April, we got our opening home stand out of the way. We just knocked out a six game series. And now we're going to run into um, a, a pretty brutal month of May in terms of scheduling. Um, but we always make sure that, you know, obviously we rely heavily on our fans to, to join us regardless of, of what that schedule looks like. So we make sure we're very, um, intentional in putting our promo schedules together to make sure that there's a variety of different things happening at the ballpark. It's uh, kind of fresh and creative each night, uh, so it feels a little bit different for those, you know, season ticket holders who are here every single night. Um, so, you know, while, while May is going to be, you know, kind of exhausting, we're very excited about it because we have a, a jam-packed promo schedule, um, you know, mixed with some the, the league, You know, we're 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 playing pretty well on the field. We've been a little inconsistent, but everyone in the league has. So it's interesting. We're, you know, I think under 500, but we're somehow second. Um, So um, it's just an interesting, you know, the things that are happening on the field early in the season mixed with the the fun promo nights we have coming up. You know, we're just we're just trying to stay excited and well rested and, uh, you know, just gearing up for an exciting month of May.
0: Yeah, for sure. And especially to that point. Um, so as soon as the fans walk through the gate, like when, as soon as the gates open, what does that experience normally look like?
1: Yeah, so we actually were just talking about this in our sales, our staff meeting yesterday. From the second that um, a fan enters our ballpark, it starts with parking. Like, I mean, as they enter our facility, that is everyone who has a touch point with a fan matters. Uh, We don't we don't look at our seasonal staff or our hourly employees, our interns any differently than our full time front office staff. Everyone has a purpose. And that purpose is to make sure that fans enjoy their experience here and that they leave wanting to come back. And secondly, remembering their time here. Um, We had a a season ticket holder stop by guest services just the other day to compliment how nice and organized our parking lot attendant was. Um, And just little things like that, that just that really matter. Um, so a fan can expect when they enter the ballpark, obviously, you know, friendly faces, everyone's going to be welcoming, um, whether you, you know, you'll engage with our parking lot attendant, uh, if you have to swing by the box office or our will call attendant, everyone will be welcoming and willing to assist you in any way, um, As you enter through the gates, I'm sure you'll be greeted by our mascot Muggsy and our promo team wanting folks to sign up for on-field games. If we have a gate giveaway um, or player poster giveaway, that will happen right there at the front as well. Um, Then they'll enter a little bit further, and that's kind of when they can decide where they're going to go, whether that's go play in the kid's zone, stop by the team store, uh, grab a, a wristband and go to one of our mini concession stands. Um, our center bar uh, features tons of local craft beers, so that's always a popular area. Uh, guest services is right there when fans enter the ballpark, which uh, happy to answer any questions for folks. So we have a sales table. A sales team is always actively ready to, you know, offer ways to, you know, save money and and, you know, find flexible ticket packages that work for everybody um so you know right when fans enter they're really going to get a dose of everything that we offer um but regardless of who they talk to whether it's front office hourly uh everyone will be willing to to help them and, and, and be accommodating
0: that's oh, sweet that's awesome yeah and uh it's definitely fun to see too how engaging like the games can be especially uh with baseball itself there definitely are a lot of kids coming around so and says that's, that's what i've always loved about teams like this how you know they definitely tailor to allowing the kids to have a ton of fun as well. Yeah. And so what are their, oh, how am I trying to phrase this here? So I think every team has like a lot of unique, like challenges, a lot of like awesome, like exciting traits that they really rely on. And so what would that look like for the organization, especially with the team, like the season just starting going down that road ahead and then, Season will be up uh, the off-season will be here before we know it too. And so, and of course we just came off of one. Yeah. And so what challenges, if any, would the team really kind of use as a strength?
1: You know, um I don't know that we necessarily have any any challenges per se. Um, you know, geographically, we're located right off of Interstate 81, which is, you know, um a, a heavily trafficked uh, interstate. So um, you know, we're about 10 miles off of that. Um, some people think that, you know, they necessarily don't want to hop off uh because it's, you know, they they it, it feels further to them than it actually is. But you know, once they get to the ballpark and they see we're surrounded by those Blue Ridge Mountains, it really kind of becomes a unique area. Um You know, I think obviously weather is gonna be the largest challenge for any baseball team. You know, we can't mm-hmm. control it. Um we we always, you know, we, we joke how early are we going to start getting phone calls about if we're playing or not. Um, <laughs> it might start sprinkling at 4 30 in the morning and we'll start getting calls at 7 a.m. We're <laughs> never going to make that call. We're never going to make that call until much closer to game time, um, oh, especially girl. in our area, like our mountains. The weather here is just so unpredictable. Yeah. Um, the mountains can move a weather system very quickly. So, um, you know, we do everything in our power to get the game in. Like, like most facilities. So, you know, weather's always a challenge from year in, year out, but we just make the most of it. Um, You know, obviously coming off of COVID taught us all a lot about the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, We're still, you know, rebuilding from that, Um, Mm -hmm. both in a staffing situation. Obviously, you know, we're still trying to build our workforce, just like most industries post-COVID. We're a lot better off than we were, you know, two years ago. Uh, but we're still trying to rebuild. So in a, in a way that's, you know, a little bit of a challenge, Um, but we didn't really look at it as a challenge. After the fact, you know, once we were able to reopen our gates, we really kind of embraced what we learned from it. Um, And that was one that fans will support us regardless of the baseball season. And we just cannot tell them how appreciative we are of that enough. Um, You know, when, when we had a canceled season, we opened our ballpark for hundreds of events um because we were able to have offer this open outdoor space um they they came out in in masses to support all of our efforts and, and that really showed um so we try to we've tried to keep those things in place um even though we're you know back on track and we have a season we're still trying to find unique events to host here at the ballpark and just filling our calendar because just like we hate walking away in September and saying, oh, we'll see you in April, the fans are also that way. So we don't really think of it like that anymore. You know, once the season closes in, in September, we start thinking, what are we going to do from October to March? What's that going to look like for the calendar? We want to be able to have touch points with our season ticket holders in the fall and winter and not just pick up the phones in April. So we're it's for us, um, you know, it's really important in, in the industry as a whole to keep those relationships um going all the time
0: yeah for sure and that's that's so true too and that's what makes it so special is that mm-hmm. you know we're always creative we're always thinking and that's what makes it really awesome like, Yeah, it's just so yeah. much fun and and so especially to that point um I know this is a conversation point that I've had with some folks too and uh the game of baseball itself means so many different things to so many different people um, you, even just to us, like we all take it differently and personally and, and, and take it in such a great way. And, and so now I want to ask you, what, what does baseball mean to you?
1: So I have, you know, this is a two-part answer. Um, if you would have asked me when I first entered the industry, um, for me, it's just extremely nostalgic. Um, you know, for, for us, for us who work in the industry, if, Specifically in minor league baseball, it's rare that we actually get to catch a lot of the game. Um, so for us, it's this kind of beautiful backdrop to, to what we're selling, this experience that we're selling. Um, but regardless of us not being able to see it, it, we know it's there. And, you know, the sound of the bat and the PA and, and the smell of, you know, the popcorn and just the ballpark atmosphere. For me, it's just extremely nostalgic. It reminds me of, you know, growing up, my, my grandma would always have baseball. My dad was a huge Cardinals fan. Um, it just kind of takes me to a different time when things are a little bit simpler. Um, right. But, you know, fast forward a decade, I have, I have two children who, um, you know, will kind of get to grow up here at the ballpark. And for, to me, that is extremely special because what, what better way to spend your summers than, you know, and eventually they'll probably work here. Right. Uh, so for me, it's, it's kind of shifted over the years, but still it, it's it kind of those two those two kind of blend with one another because it is still that nostalgic you know uh experience for me that my kids now get to
0: witness as well yeah for sure and that's incredible thanks so much for that answer you know it's Mm -hmm. definitely a sport that like you said it's definitely that nostalgic based side of it and you know it's definitely one of those things where it has stood like the test of time and to really think it started in let's say like the late 1800s and it's still Mm -hmm. here
1: yeah
0: you know that definitely speaks a lot too so thanks so much for that and I think that's all the questions I have for now. Okay. Well, thank so, you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for taking the time to join me today. It's definitely much appreciated. And it's definitely one of those things too, where I would definitely love to keep the conversation going. Yeah, um, sure. So, you know, if we give it, you know, about a month or so, like, you know, to get the um, few games here that you guys have kind of off the calendar and and would definitely love to reach out again and, and continue talking. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. thank